Leaders Lift, episode 27. I'm Greg Cunningham. Thanks for joining me today for this episode. So I'm going to talk about what to do when things get hard, or just about those, the concept of things getting hard. And I really had planned on doing this episode last week, but ironically, an episode about things getting hard was hard to do. So that's what I want to talk about. Life, things, situations. Things are going to get really hard for all of us. So I want to talk about that kind of stuff. Now, a little bit of a spoiler here. If you're looking for this to be an episode uh, about ways that you can just power through those circumstances, just get through it and you know that kind of stuff, which is kind of old school thinking, probably not going to meet your expectations. So if that's what you want to hear, um, there's not going to be a whole lot of that in here. Now, sure, there are times when we need to power through things because we just need to keep going. But I also want to attempt to talk about how hard times may be a sign that something is out of alignment and course correction might be needed. And even when is it time to throw in the towel? Now, I know that can be a little bit controversial especially for those of us that were raised to rub a little dirt on it and walk it off. But I hope you'll stick around for the conversation because I think it'll be worth it and I, can think, I think it'll help some folks. Now, before I dive into the topic, just remember to subscribe, follow, share, like, review, all of those kinds of things. You can do all of that right in your podcast player. It just helps others find the show and gives me a chance to understand what's going well and what's not. And you can always use the feedback form. I keep a link to that in the show notes, as well as a bunch of other great resources. So check those out as well. All right. Now, what do I mean by things getting hard? So remember or imagine if you didn't grow up in this kind of environment and your mom made you take piano lessons and you had zero desire to practice when your friends were standing outside the window just waiting for you to come out. Well, that's one version of hard. Not what I really want to talk about, but that is hard. I mean, that was hard for us as a kid. And then there are also things that are just flat out hard to do. So running a mile if you're not in shape. And the other day I was out doing my standard walk, and I don't run a lot just because that's not what I do. I bike and, run and walk, but it started to downpour, and I found myself running to try and get back home. Yeah, running a mile if you're not in shape, hard. Lifting the back end of a car to change the tire if you're not a professional weightlifter. So those are things that are hard. A little bit of a sidebar. When my aunt got married, uh, she has a lot of brothers and they're all pretty big. And uh, their practical joke for her was they actually went out, lifted, they got around the car, lifted the back end up, took the two back tires off, and then set the car back down on top of the tires. And so her husband came out in a white tuxedo and had to figure out how to get the tires back on the car. Yeah, that's the kind of uncles that I had. So anyway, that's a sidebar. But those types of hard things, that's not what I'm really talking about. So what do I mean for purposes of today's discussion? I'm talking about those times when you firmly believe you're on the right track. You've, you can see the vision of where you're headed, but you just can't find a path to get there. And you're doing everything you know how to do, and maybe some things you don't know how to do or are still trying to figure out, and you're just working your butt off, and you're making no progress, can't seem to get ahead, feels like the whole universe is doing everything it can to hold you back, etc. Or maybe you have so many distractions that you can't seem to get to the things that are most important. Or you feel like you're carrying such a heavy load 
that you can't handle one more thing. And those in your circle hand you a whole bunch of burdens to carry. So those are the types of things that I'm talking about when I talk about things getting hard. So here are some situations where sometimes this comes up. One, you could be doing something that's never been done before, like you're blazing a brand new trail. A lot of startups do this kind of stuff. You're doing something that others have done, but it's very new to you and is way out of your wheelhouse. So you might not have to be doing something absolutely brand new to the world, but it's just something that's very different from anything else you've ever done before. You could also be working towards a major goal or a milestone, and that just becomes hard. And then another situation, which I've talked about in the past, is that you're just dealing with a whole bunch of change all at the same time, personal, professional, whatever it may be. It just kind of all seems to hit at the same time. And then one last thing that could be a situation that makes things hard is that you're trying to do something that just can't be done. Now. This one is interesting because there are some that believe that nothing is impossible. And while I think there is some truth to that, to that, I also believe that there are many things that can't be done right now for whatever the reason may be. Timing, the right technology doesn't exist. There's a lack of understanding. If I think about tech companies that take years and years to develop a product, sometimes that product can't come out until they've got that one piece of technology that's been missing all along. So that's an example. Now, we've all experienced these times in our lives, but how often do we take a step back and try and figure out what is really going on? Or do we just default to one extreme reaction or another? One side, we just, I'm going to power through it and I'll just get through it. Or we go to the other extreme, which is, I'm just going to throw in the towel without even thinking about it. Let me share a fictional story from one of my favorite TV shows. I hope that you can figure out how this one relates. I don't know if you will or not, but it does relate in my brain. So. I'm a big Star Trek fan. Yes, I also love Star Wars and a whole bunch of that kind of stuff. But uh, on The Next Generation, there's an episode called Damak and Jala, that Tanagra, something like that, right? But this is an encounter that the Enterprise had with the species that nobody had been able to figure out how to communicate with. And they were sent out to uh, build relationships with this planet and this group, and they weren't having any sec- success communicating with them. All of a sudden, Picard is beamed out of his ship, and he and the leader of the other group are beamed onto this planet where nobody else is, and nobody really knows what happened and what's going on, and they're stuck in a life-or-death situation together. Now, I won't go through the whole thing, but to make a long story short, they had to learn to communicate, and Picard had to figure out what the other person was saying learn those types of things in order to survive. They ended up fighting an enemy. They had to find food and shelter. And ultimately, it did cost the other leader his life. But it opened up communication between their worlds. So this was a hard thing. I mean, nobody had been successful at doing this. It seemed like it was absolutely impossible, but this other alien species had just decided that they had to go to extreme measures because they needed this to work. Now, that's a fictional example, right? And I don't think we're going to run into that kind of a situation. But my biggest message as I think about hard things or hard times is that, like most everything else I've talked about in this podcast, is that if we want the most out of life, we can't be willing to just concede and go with the flow. We can't just say, I'll power through this somehow. 
or just give up entirely. We need to be much more deliberate, and that's why I think this story relates, because that species decided to take an extreme measure, but it was a deliberate decision on their part to overcome a very, very difficult challenge. So how do we work on being deliberate? Well, when we believe things are getting tough, and you can use your own definition of tough, but I'll talk about that in a second. But when things get tough, we should strive to, number one, recognize that things are hard. Be willing to admit it. Number two, do some evaluation. Figure out why it's hard. Three, figure out what those whys mean. Is it? Well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Four, determine what the best course of action is after you understand what the whys mean. And then last, fifth, deliberately execute on that course of action. So this is all about being deliberate in these situations. Doesn't have to be a huge fancy analysis with spreadsheets and documents and all of this kind of stuff. It can be something very simple, but this is the way you're deliberate. So recognize, evaluate, understand the whys, determine what the best course of action is, and then execute on that course of action. So first, recognize hard things. Now, this could be any of those scenarios that I've mentioned above. And it could be something completely different. And it's probably going to be a little bit different for each one of us in our lives. Now, what are some of the signs? So spinning your wheels, you know, doing all of this work and getting no progress. Frustration. Worn out physically or mentally. Dread when you think about tackling something related to the hard thing. When you prefer to do pretty much Anything else? It's like when you were supposed to be practicing the piano and your mom reminded you that you had to take the garbage out. Oh yeah, you were all over taking the garbage out so that you could get down from the piano bench. And now, those are just a few things. I'm not sure on why I'm laying out a real list, but those are some things that I could think of. You probably got your own that's much more relevant in your life and situation. But I think you need to get used to recognizing those signs in your life that says, hey, something is going on. This is more difficult than it needs to be, or this is really, really tough and I need to figure out why. Now, the why is it hard and what does that mean? So here's a couple of things. One, it could mean that you're on the right track. And it seems like when we really dial into the right track for us, there's all kinds of opposition. You know, it feels like somebody out there doesn't want us to be successful when we get on that right path. And I firmly believe that's the case. So if things get really, really hard, it could mean that you're onto something and you might just need to keep working on it. And we'll talk about that in a second. It could also mean that you're on the right track, but there are some issues with your approach, the direction, how you're doing things. You know, there's some tweaks or something like that that need to be made. And then lastly, it could mean that you are completely not on the right track. Now, it's real easy to say, well, I thought I was on the right track. And yeah, that's, you might have been. This, I'm not on, no longer on the right track or I'm not on the right track could be because you made a decision that maybe you shouldn't have. Or it could just be because things have changed in your life. Your dreams have changed, your goals have changed, your situation has changed. And if you want to learn a little bit more of that, go back to episode 24 where I had some more in-depth uh, discussion about when things change, when our dreams and our goals and all of that kind of stuff changes. So. We've got, the, I'm on the right track and I need to keep going. I'm on the right track, but I might need to tweak my approach and then I'm completely not on the right track. How do you know the difference? Well, this might be unique for everyone, but my two cents is that it's about being hard and making progress or seeing that you can make progress versus it being hard because you keep kicking a brick wall that's never going to move. 
Now, you're probably the only person in your life that can really figure out which of those it is, and it's going to be different for each one of us. But those are just some things to think about. Um, questions to ask yourself. Is this something I still want or need? So this goes back to maybe my goals and those types of things have changed. Can I see a way forward, right? If I feel like I'm kicking that brick wall, can I see a way around the brick wall or over the brick wall or you know, whatever the case may be? Can I see a way forward? And if I absolutely can't, got to think about that. Can I see myself doing things differently and that would improve the situation? So. I'm not handling it well, or I made some mistakes, or I need to try a different approach, whatever the case may be. And then maybe the last question is, do I just need to course correct completely? Do a major course correction, not a minor tweak? So those are some of the questions that I think you can ask yourself to try and determine if I'm on the right track and just need to keep going, if I'm on the right track and need to tweak things, or maybe I need to find a new track. Now, what do you do with this information when you figure this out in your head? Well, if you're on the right course, make a plan for how you start making things easier. Okay. And this may be one of those situations where you just need to keep powering through. I mean, maybe there isn't anything you can do to make it easier, but you still see the end goal and you just need to keep going. Maybe you need to eliminate some of the other distractions that are going on to help you get there, right? So power through, or is there something I can do that would make this easier? And then figure out how you want to do that. Now, if this falls into the second category where I'm on the right path, but something just isn't working and I need to make some course corrections, well, figure out what those course corrections might be. Fail early, right? I mean, part of the iterative software development process is to move quickly so that you get where you're going and iterate on it, or that you know something's not going to work and don't spend months and months and months and months figuring out that this approach is never going to work in the first place. So Figure out those course corrections and figure them out early so that you can move forward. Consider addition by subtraction. This is something that uh, a friend brought up to me. I'm going to go in depth on that in just a minute, but sometimes taking away even a few or even many small things can have a much bigger impact than you would think. Clearing out things that take our focus or mental energy away from the things that matter most can make a huge difference, and it could be just a small thing. And often we don't realize the impact that those things are having on us until they're gone. So this would be part of that course correction, right? What are the things outside of this hard thing that I can do that would allow me to focus and have more energy to deal with the hard thing? Now, lastly, in this, what do you do with this information? If you determine that things are hard because you're on the wrong path, then that's where you have to make some really tough decisions and really be, do some honest self-evaluation. Now, if you're going to keep going, right, this is either I, I'm on the right path and I just need to power through it, or I want to make some tweaks to keep going. A couple of things, don't settle or compromise, okay? Don't be willing to say, well, yeah, if I keep going, it'll be okay. It won't be what I want, but it'll be okay. I don't think that's a good thing. You want to figure out how to keep going and do so in a good, positive way that's still going to help you reach the goals that you had. If you're not going to reach the goals that you had for this hard thing, you got to ask yourself, is it really worth it? Now, this episode is a pretty good example of that. So I started writing this episode a couple of weeks ago. And I was just really, I knew what topic I wanted to cover and kind of the gist of the message that I had, but I was just struggling to pull it together. And 
last week as I had an interaction with a listener, I just decided to postpone it because I didn't want to put what I had out there. And so a week later, it's in a much better spot. I don't know whether you'll agree with me or not, but at least I'm publishing something that I feel much more comfortable with that feels like the intent that I had. So if you're going to keep going on something, big or small, don't settle or compromise. So think about that. Now, sometimes also we just may need to start over. The end goal might still be where we want to go, but something is off on the right. So sometimes we realize that the path was good, but we've not set ourselves up for success. And if you could do it all over again, all over again, you know what you would do and you would do it much, much better. Now, there was a meme that I saw on LinkedIn published by Leaders First, and it's from the Minds Journal. That's who they attribute it to. And it says, don't be afraid to start over. You're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And I think that's a great idea, right? If I know I still have that same end goal, but because of the way I've approached it and the way I've done things, I've just made it too hard to accomplish. And I think if I start over, I can get where I want to go. Remember that you're not going to be starting from scratch. You're not going to go back to that point that you were at before when you started the first time. You've got all this experience that's going to feed you. So from a professional example, let's say you take your first management assignment and you realize you really like being a manager, but because you didn't have a mentor or any guidance or just training and you just got thrown into the mix of things, you made a bunch of mistakes. Guess what? It happens. And you can't see a pathway forward to get where you want to go, whether you won't be able to really get this team where, they, where you want them to be, or you're not going to be able to advance your career. Okay. Why not look for another management opportunity where you can start fresh, where you can go back and say, okay, I'm not going to make all those mistakes that I've made this time around. That's not starting over. That's starting from experience, like it said in the quote. Now, in personal life, you could try starting a business and that doesn't go well, and then you know what to do the second time around. Let's say you're trying to help a family member with their own personal development. Maybe it doesn't go well, and you can say, hey, let's just reset this. Let's start over on this. Same thing with like looking to buy a new home, moving to a new location. I mean, maybe you were looking for the wrong things, or maybe you started down the wrong path or got too caught up in the process and need to take a breather and then start over again. And all of that kind of stuff is fine. So the other thing about starting over ties into the addition by subtraction is that maybe this time when you start over that I'm not going to make it as complicated as I did this time around. I'm just going to make it make it super, super, super simple. If I think about buying a new home, the first time I want to go out and I want to, what's the maximum amount because I want to get everything I can and I want it to be brand new and I want everything that my next door neighbor has, all that kind of stuff. But then you get into that and you realize this just isn't working. This is too hard. This is what I really want. Maybe you just need to simplify and say, hey, what do I really want? You know, what do we need in a home? So anyway, that's just an example. Hopefully you'll be able to take that and relate, relate to it. Now let's talk about the last topic, and that's quitting, throwing in the towel, whatever phrase you want to put with this. And I know this, is, this could be a little bit controversial because I grew up in the dad telling you to rub some dirt on it and push through era, right? I mean, I can't tell you how many sports injuries I had that I just played through or wrestled through and just dealt with. And I was also taught that once you start something, you don't quit. 
no matter what. So don't commit to anything that you can't finish. And I think there's something to that, but it's not everything. If we make a commitment to someone or an organization or to do something, I don't believe in not meeting that commitment and leaving the other party in the lurch. But I also don't think you have to stick with something like that forever and that it locks you into that decision. And let me give you an example. Let's say you take a new job and a few months in, in most cases, you need to give it some time, like six months before deciding if something's good or bad. Most cases, there are some extremes where you can decide really quickly. But you're a few months in and you decide that this just isn't going to work out. I don't believe you should just up and walk out the door. No. Exceptions, of course. You need to try and do the right thing by your employer. employer. But you absolutely should not feel like you have to stick with it in the hopes that things get better. I mean, I'm giving it the old college try, to use another cliche, and it's just not working out. So I tell them, hey, I need to go on to something else. You do the right thing by them and then move on. So that's one way that you can, quote unquote, quit and throw in the towel. And this, this really isn't, I, don't, I wouldn't think about this so much as it's quitting as it is course correction, like major course correction. I mean, there's minor course corrections where we sort of strayed from the path and just need to course correct to get back on. But then there's these major course corrections that we need to make, which basically moves us from this path to another one. And that's not necessarily quitting because we're still moving forward, trying to get to our most potential, that place of most potential for us. And that could be that it's changed. It could be the same goal, but this pathway no longer will take us there. It could be a whole bunch of different things. So don't think of this in terms of like quitting. I'm going to course correct and get back on track to where I want to go. And this could be a combination of starting over and course correction all in one, right? I mean, I could get off of this path and onto the other one, but I'm just getting onto the very beginning of this path. And sometimes that may feel like I'm going backwards, but it may be necessary. Now, again, I go back to, I don't believe we should leave people in the lurch. So I don't think we should just be quitting and jumping to that extreme. And I'll talk a little bit about it at the very end, but these major course corrections sometimes are just necessary. This is about running towards something something new, something better, something different, instead of running away from something. And that's what I believe most people consider quitting. I'm running away, right? I'm just giving up. And so I'm going to run away from that. And that's the way it is. Instead of I'm running to something, I'm going to do the right thing here. And then I'm going to run towards this other thing that aligns better with what we have going on. Now, Here's another story. This is uh, back when I was in high school, and um, I'll give a little context, and I hope it shows this, um, this concept of when it's time to move on from something. And I, I know I didn't think about it this way when I was in high school. I just probably thought I was just giving up. But here's the story. So my senior year of high school, I was a starting catcher on the baseball team, and I also got uh, a very, very large scholarship to the University of Utah. And I had the banquet for that scholarship with all of the other scholarship winners. This was a big deal. It was the presidential scholarship. And the president of the university was going to be there and all kinds of stuff. And so I had that. And it just so happened to be on the same night that we had a baseball game. Now, we weren't the best baseball team in the state. I mean, we were competitive, but it was baseball. I had no desires to move on. I knew this was it for me from baseball. But I had this conflict. And I told my coach in advance that I would need to leave part of the way through the game in order to get to 
that banquet for this scholarship. And fast forwarding to the end, I ended up at the banquet. That's where I met people that got me the job that I had at school um, while I was up there at the university. So it was the right thing for me to do to go to that scholarship. I mean, that full ride scholarship just didn't compare to that single baseball game. Well, going back about, I can't remember how many innings into the game it was, I told the coach that I needed to leave. And remember, I had told him in advance. Okay, maybe I didn't communicate well, I don't know. But he was livid and just started chewing me out in front of everybody. Um, the fans were all there, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And so it was not, not a great situation. So that happened. Uh, I left. I went to the banquet. It was wonderful. And then the next day at practice, I just I got the cold shoulder. I didn't get a chance to do the things I was supposed to do. Coach wouldn't work with me any of those kinds of things. And this continued on for a couple of days. And at that point, I just decided, you know what, it's not worth it. This is not what I'm doing for the rest of my life. It's not going to help me get anywhere. And so I elected to call him up, did the right thing. He had a backup catcher that was catching. So it wasn't like I was the only catcher on the team. I wasn't an all-star or any of those kinds of things. Um, So I called him and told him that I didn't think it was going to work out and that I was going to quit and turn in my uniform. And I did. And I went on and did other things. And it ended up being a good decision. I mean, I don't know. I might have played a few more baseball games, but uh, and I enjoyed it. But anyway, that's an example where if I had known what I know now, I probably would have done a better job of handling the situation. I probably would have been able to communicate better. And the result may have still been the same thing. I may have decided that baseball just I couldn't continue to do this. I don't believe I let the team down. They had somebody else that could step in and catch. And like I said, it's not like I was the critical piece in competing for a state championship or anything. So I don't know. Others may not agree with that, but that's a story. Those are the kind of times when we've got to look at things and say, okay, is this still going to get me where I need to go? Can I not leave the other party in the lurch? And if so, then I need to move on. So there are absolutely times in our lives when continuing down the same path is not the right thing. That's these situations, if we keep going down those paths, they're definitely not going to help us get more out of life. And when we identify those situations in our lives, we need to have the courage to make a plan and course correct, even if it means a completely new course. I think one of the ways to help determine if this is a keep at it situation or it's time to course correct is to start with a couple of questions. Can you see a reasonable path to get where you want to go? When you look at the effort, sacrifices, etc., required to keep following the path, is it worth it? And does this current or the new path align with where you want to go in life? And while I didn't do this deliberately when I was in high school on the baseball team, these are the questions that I can look back and answer now. Is I didn't see a path to reconcile what was going on on the baseball team. The extra effort, the sacrifices, all of that kind of stuff to keep playing baseball just was no longer worth it to me. And it wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go. So those are good questions that I think you can ask yourself. Now, there are others, but those are the ones that I would start with. I talked about this a little bit more in episode 24 when I talked about pursuing your dreams. And when your dreams change, how do you deal with that? And I think this all relates because if our dreams or goals in life have changed, but we have kept following the same path, it's likely that we're going to find things hard, right? If we're not on the right path, things are probably not going to go the way we want them to go. And so if we've changed those longer-term dreams of ours, 
but have stayed on this path and don't know that this path is going to lead to those longer-term dreams, I don't see how we can hope that that's going to be smooth and effective. Well, that's it for today. I hope that I got my message across. The main message that I want to get across is not is that when, and not if, when life gets hard, we shouldn't just assume that's how life is. We also shouldn't jump to one extreme and just assume we need to try and power through it or run away to the other extreme, which is just running away. That's giving up entirely. And we shouldn't do any of those things without at least evaluating and understanding what's going on or being deliberate. Now, this may not work in all life circumstances. Sometimes we have to make split decisions. But I do think that when it comes to the most important or major paths in our lives, we owe it to ourselves to take a step back and be deliberate about how we deal with these tough things, how we approach them, how we work through them, and the course of action that we take either to course correct, to stay on the path, or to head to a completely different path. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for sticking around to the end. Don't forget to like, share, follow, check out the show notes. And until next episode, take a look at the tough things in your life and figure out what to do with them. Then you can better lift yourself or someone else that's going through hard times as well. Thanks everyone.